0: Hello, hello!
1: You can hear me, right?
0: Yes, I can hear you, I can see you, everything is amazing.
1: Okay, so Amazing. how are you?
0: I'm good, uh, I'm located in Poland, in Europe, so currently it's 1pm, uh, so it's early afternoon, I'm in the middle of my day, so full of energy and commitment, uh, mm-hmm. ready to start our conversation.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, um, um, several days ago, I just um, I'm just uh, going through my uh, vacation in Taiwan, and yeah, before this episode, I read the Scrum guide again, and it really uh, remind, reminded me of many things I just uh, I just went through over the past um, several years. I think uh, today's topic might be interesting because uh, we are going to, um, I think, attack attack this world. No, <laughs> we try to discuss some uh, defects about this framework because um, several uh, several years ago when I attended a a team, I found oh um, I found maybe the current scrum framework might it be, uh, uh, be, might be unavailable for the contemporary um, software development. I just guessed, because I found some defects about it. <clears throat> and, and I want to um, start from my own experience in this episode. Yeah, because from the definition of Scrum, you know, we all know it's a lightweight framework that helps people or the organization to continuously improve themselves but that's that's exactly the reason why I think um, it might become a defect for the um, modern and agile based practice because it is just a framework that means it's a backbone for all it's a backbone for the team to mm-hmm. feel like all the things they need to make it work. So usually we we would read something like um extra programming or something like user story mapping mm-hmm. or um any other um best, ground, um best practices to make the framework works mm-hmm. in our team um in our team collaboration. Yeah it's very adaptive to our situations, Mm -hmm. but um, many people will find it's hard for them to control this framework because it depends on empiricism. They need some successful experience to help them understand, oh, they make it work. Mm -hmm. But as I know, many people failed in school adoption because they find it is hard for them to control this framework. Now, usually, uh, they might um, encounter some um, tough conditions. For example, uh, their team member might reflect uh, they dislike this framework. They want to back to the original form of collaboration. Just they, their project manager, or they, their manager control all the things. Yeah, that's mm-hmm. why what, what they, and that's how they face the condition, so many Scrum masters who get suffered from within this situation. They would uh, started uh, doubting that why I attend the professional Scrum training. Yeah, in the training session, we would feel oh, Scrum is very is a successful um, framework. It's a one of thing I I could apply these things in my team and it would work as I imagined, but when I get to the real condition, they'll find something different
0: mm-hmm.
1: that's beyond their imagination. But I I'm, but I was lucky when I applied the framework, it successfully uh, worked in my team. But uh, when I uh, thought the experience, I know um, I still do a lot of uh, immature uh, practices, for example, I would um, prepare the product backlog on my own, even if uh, I was not a, a, product, a product owner. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's a, that's a stupid that's a stupid behavior, but I really uh, did that to make the to make our team work. So um, even um, I, I guess many scrum masters uh, don't step back further.
0: Mm-hmm
1: to see the whole picture. They didn't know what should they do first to help them uh, recognize, to help them identify if the Scrum framework should be applied in this team or what should they do upfront to help them um, uh, apply this framework uh, more smoothly. That's the problem I, I saw from their adoption. Mm-hmm. Yeah, as from my experience, I won't suggest anyone to adopt the framework right away when they uh, learn something new on, on the Scrum guide or they just attend a, a two-day two session, then they know, oh, this is how Scrum uh, works and they should adopt it. No. I would say, um, I would ask uh, one question, do you know how your message flows from within your team. How do you know how, how do you know um, the workflow how do you know how the um, working uh, in, increment is delivered from your team to your, uh, to your end customers? Mm-hmm. Do you know the process? If you don't, if you uh, don't have any, if you have no idea about this process, how do you um, ask me to follow your suggestion and ask me to do that? I mean, from a team member's perspective. <clears throat> uh, in fact, most people um, dislike being changed. Yeah. they need a reason to be changed and a strong reason. So when I see, when I see a Scrum Master doing something, uh, something like that, they feel, um, they feel something like insulted, or they feel pressure to be uh, changed in no time. Sometimes it might, be, it, 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 might, uh, it might succeed, but in most times it will fail. But some Scrum masters doesn't know that. Yeah, that's my experience. So, um, if, if you ask me to uh, suggest a Scrum Master, what, what should they do? Um, I will ask them to know their workload upfront. But in the Scrum Guide, uh, it does not tell you that. And even they should build relationship with, the, with their members upfront to know how they usually communicate with each other. Mm-hmm. They should know the power structure in their organization, to identify who they could uh, who could support them to push the Scrum adoption in a smooth way. Sometimes I won't deny the power of authority, especially their management. Yeah, in in a book um, named um, "The Age of Project Management Scrum" that is uh, written by um, Jeff Sutherland. Oh no, 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 sorry letter transfer he says one thing um, a product owner needs the spo- needs the sponsorship of the management
0: mm-hmm.
1: yeah that's a that's a that's the real thing so so um I always um, I'm always thinking about how to make the scrum training more practical I mean uh, not just tell them, the theory of the Scrum framework, um, but tell them how to um, make the Scrum framework more practical and more adaptive mm-hmm. to real conditions. But I would say it, it might uh, it might cost more than two days training. You <laughs> cost a lot. Yeah, and that's my perspective. So um, and. Yeah, so I want to know, um, based on your uh, experience, and um, maybe um, mentoring many mentees, have you ever um, faced some of the conditions before?
0: Uh, well, yes, I do. And I, I've heard a lot of great uh, thoughts uh, when you mm-hmm. are sharing your experience. Yeah. So, well, in my view, maybe let's start with the change because you mentioned yeah. Scrum and Agile is about continuous improvement, mm-hmm. about changes, right? I yeah. feel like Scrum, Some someone may say it's a defect, but I would say it's an amazing feature that it mm-hmm. is designed to yeah. help us feel uncomfortable. I tend to say that professional Scrum is itchy, And that's why uh, when I conduct classes on Scrum or on agility, I create difficult situations. I help people fail, see the failure and face it during the training. I'm not a fan of giving them uh, the impression that you will take Scrum everything will be nice, you come back and hooray, we are Uh, successful. No, that's not not true, right? So that's why I create such conditions that sometimes even people react like, oh, you did it on purpose. And I said, yes, tell me about your real life customers. Are they coming to you always like, everything is great? Or are they asking those tough questions? Oh, they ask those questions. Here you go, right? So I'm coming to you with, with real life stories, no with sugar coating. I'm telling you real stories. In many cases, a lot of challenges along the way, a lot of troubles. With me, people are uncovering Scrum values in action. So we have the value of openness, right? Yeah. We have the value of respect. I teach my students to connect this tough conversation with those values and understand that they need open and at the same time respectful conversation with the mm-hmm. customer to mm-hmm. establish trust, to establish good, good relationships. So that will be my, uh, my point uh, on that. Don't create false picture of Scrum. In my view, Scrum is a framework that will help you learn, and learning is a bumpy road, uh, not mm-hmm. the road to heaven on the rainbow with unicorns and cheerful people along the way, right? Mm-hmm. Let's face the reality with Scrum, our Scrum adoption.
1: Yeah, and um, actually why you say, um, pointed out a uh, mindset, a uh, uh, growing mindset, yeah, we learn from mm-hmm. this framework uh, each time when we deliver something new to our customers, or or we did something wrong from within mm-hmm. this process. Yeah, but that's um, there's a, uh, a problem. What if your team member does does not realize this because they receive the failed experience? from this process,
0: mm-hmm.
1: and maybe they get blamed from the mm-hmm. management. You, mm-hmm. as the scrum master, need to resolve the issue and help them relieve their um, maybe their uh, emotions or relieve the um, situation um, from both ends, from the management and the members, yeah. And help them um, get aligned with the ultimate goals hmm and keep going um, from within this uh this process yeah how do you resolve that condition because um, if we don't handle the situation properly uh, most of the time uh, they may form um uh, bias thoughts in their minds mm-hmm. yeah the, oh, this this thing doesn't work I dislike it because I get some and failed um, uh, experience. Yeah.
0: yeah. Yeah, that's a very good question. Uh, so Scrum needs a proper culture and definitely blame game is not something that will support Scrum, mm-hmm. it's fundamentals. It can influence our pillars of transparency, inspection, adaptation. It, mm-hmm. it can for sure stand, uh, stand against our Scrum values. So you mentioned beautifully that, well, there is an opportunity to look at something here, and we we say evidence-based management, right? Yeah. Evidence-based management br- brings focus uh, into valuable metrics, into experimenter uh, stance, and mm-hmm. uh, it's a natural part of the game that some of the experiments will be... Uh, will be a failure. So I would say that as a Scrum Master, you can even proactively help the team and the whole organization to prepare themselves for some of the things that will turn out to be wrong. So Mm -hmm. it's about uh, teaching them about experiments. It's about uh, showing the value of that. It's about bringing the right metrics into place and having great conversations about okay we have a problem let's collaborate on solving the problem because guess what in the end of the day if the customer is not happy with our product they don't care if it was a case of joanna andy or anyone in this world they care about the product they want to well in fact they care about their problems And they care about their experience. So if Mm -hmm. our product helps them, they are happy. If it's not, they are not happy or they are not having any emotions, any feelings towards our product. Mm -hmm. So in my experience, using practices like nonviolent communication, Mm -hmm. uh, like uh, showing evidence-based management and bringing focus to the right place What is the value of our behavior right now? How it will translate into value into our product? Mm -hmm. If none, let me ask you, do you really want to do it? So talking money, showing people that the consequences of certain behaviors won't help them earn money. What is even worse, they may lose money. Mm-hmm. It can change a lot someone's mm. uh, thoughts, and this might be a great beginning for uh, for the future conversations too. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, yeah, You I mean so we should be um, customer-centric when we are developing our product. Yeah, but um, I'm not sure if similar um, situations happened in in Poland because as I uh, observed, some, Some developers, uh, not just developers. Some people might um, might don't care about the quality of the product. They just know. Mm -hmm. They just know. um, Just give me the the stack, and I will. I I will finish it. But I don't care about if our customer uh, cares cares about it or not. I just Mm -hmm. know I I've done it. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Sometimes it's, it's hard to um, help them aware mm-hmm. aware of the importance of how customers view our products. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and that's um, that's one of the things I think the Scrum framework will tell you, and Scrum master need to resolve that condition. And you and uh, you have mentioned one thing. Uh, I think. Uh, I think it's important that we should uh, point out the problem we have mm-hmm. faced with the process. Well, in I usually do this in our sprint uh, retrospective. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I will write, I will write, um, draw, uh, uh, draw some, some lines on the board because in Scrum guides we uh, we say um, we have to uh, review um, the people. interaction, process tools or the definition of them. Something like that, yeah. And mm-hmm. I will really list the good, bad, and what you keep, and our improvement plan. And mm-hmm. so they'll they they form a matrix and whiteboard. I'll ask them to to write down the sticky notes.
0: Mm-hmm. What
1: do you think about um, about um, to write write something um, out each frame, and I would uh, point out the feather we mm-hmm. failed. The process and tell them, um, although we did something wrong in, in this product or in some aspects, that's nothing because we learn something new from the process, and I I feel honored from their behavior because we didn't um, escape we didn't escape the problem, then we keep uh, and we keep solving it. That's what that's how I feel. Um, we, we were honorable for this product. Yeah. So I think um, it's a, uh, yeah, it's a superhero's responsibility to build a uh, uh, ownership in, in the team to help them um, aware, um, to help uh, them aware um, they should be uh, caring about uh, what our customer once, yeah, and um, when I uh, was uh, a Scrum, um we, we all know there is a, a practice like a story points, something like Brenda and chart, to estimate the uh, the um, consumption speed of the team or or some project. Yeah, but um, uh, as time, goes, as, as time goes by, uh, I just feel actually um, Scrum, in Scrum Guide it does not clearly tell you how to do the estimation. Yeah, but in Azure Manifesto it tells you, oh, the working software is the primary estimate of progress. Yeah. But, but in fact, uh, this uh, description is quite abstract. <laughs> <laughs> what, what do you mean? Software. Yeah, because in our stage when I uh, was reading um, some um, best practices, uh, it tells it tells you to apply the story point. But uh, as I know, many people just relate the story point with estimated time. So I feel weird if you just wanna wanna use time as the estimation, why don't you just use it directly? Why do you want to use the story points to estimate your time? Yeah, and yeah, as I know the original intention of the story points is to enable communication to the mm-hmm. product backlogs to help to help team members um, maybe <clears throat> just um, expand their um, their um, uh, discussions Mm go, to help them um, understand the content of each product backlog, to boost their understandings, not for estimation. But when we uh, focus highly on something like time, then we lose its original form of the tool. (laughs) So uh, now I I won't tell the uh, I won't tell my team to use uh, the story point because they will um, make them lose the focus of the tool I will uh, use uh, something like lead uh, time in mm-hmm. Kanban because it's just a post matrix in you uh, know agile practice so uh, which is um, uh, measure these metrics after the increment is delivered. Yeah. But but, uh, for me, it's just a reference. I won't tell them I will see this. Yeah, I will see, but I will see. But I I won't um, put highly focused on it because I don't want my team to lose focus on communication. Yeah, they should communicate more but not focused on the measured value. Because when they um, try to um, boost their understandings through all the backlogs, their estimation will be, uh, become more accurate. I mean their understandings, not estimated time. Yeah, and luckily, uh, my manager uh, knows what I mean. so. So we don't um, um, strongly uh, require our team to do the story point estimation. I think um, that's an outdated tool for me. Yeah, I'm not sure um, what is your thoughts on this thing. How do you do that uh, in, your, um, in your team?
0: Well, maybe we should start from the very beginning. Story points are not part of the Scrum per se. It's actually a great news for us. What does it mean? Mm Complementary practice. You either choose to use it if it brings value, if not, remove it. Because we don't have only uh, empiricism in Scrum, we also have lean thinking. So focus on essentials, focus on what brings value, remove anything that... Uh, brings waste so in my experience well i'm not the biggest fan of story points personally i prefer when it comes to my work and my uh, my management of my work i prefer Mm -hmm. kanban metrics flow metrics as you mentioned Mm -hmm. what i love about them they are about what truly happened in the past so it's not about trying to guess future it's about the past what happened in the past is truth right so i Mm. believe it's a it's a reliable data if we put real data into anything that we use paper excel sheet jira whatever is your tool right Uh, however i also found uh, that if introduced in the correct way like invitation for collaboration and talking to each other, having a valuable conversation, I have nothing against story points. Uh, what I will emphasize is that Scrum brings certain constraints, time constraint, sprint, mm-hmm. and because yeah. of that, we need to uh, make our work, our forecast, small enough so it can fit that uh, the sprint timeframe. This is our work as a team. And uh, when going back to what you mentioned, working software, working product as a primary measure of progress, well, there are just a few powerful questions that you can ask to to your team. Um, What you can do to deliver something valuable to your users, customers during this sprint. Choose whatever you believe uh, it can be. Try to focus at even something very small. So from the very beginning, someone may say, oh, Joanna, but... Uh, What about uh, efficiency? What about their capacity? You are asking them to focus on small value delivered. But if you Mm -hmm. think about it deeper, it's much better to deliver something small really working to your users instead of maximizing the busyness of every single member, (laughs) right?
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, you know, when. We try to um, make the team member busy than ever. Just try to fit a lot of work. And that just make them busy um, without doing without um, without doing anything.
0: <laughs> or yeah. they can they can even work very hard. But guess mm-hmm. what? When it comes to complex environments, mm-hmm. working hard do not necessarily bring value. And that's a paradox. That is this wall that mm-hmm. sometimes people believe, oh no, I cannot change that. But you see, if we take this wall, if we destroy the wall, there is a new world with a new mindset. I'm delivering value. I'm focused on value, not on mm-hmm. busyness, Right. Yeah. This is very challenging for many managers, leaders, even for team members. Sometimes when people are given the opportunity to face professional real scrum, they are like, but why my days are not planned fully? Guess what? Because you are going to uncover things, you are going to learn along the way. We are are having a compass. Oh, I typically have it on my desk, right? We Mm -hmm. are looking together at the compass. We have sprint goal, product goal we don't mm-hmm. need to plan everything from lean point of view in fact planning too much in complex environment mm-hmm. is like uh, waiting for waste uh, to mm-hmm. to pop up in our process so too yeah. much planning too much preparations trying mm-hmm. to predict the whole future this is not scrumish or agile way yeah. of working
1: yeah but but um you know um sometimes our management does not know that they usually need a plan even if you know actually we don't need a plan mm-hmm. so usually um i will make a plan for him because i just let, let him know um we have a plan here and we will follow it but i will tell him the truth just don't believe the dates i give you because uh you will be adapted to our conditions because mm-hmm. we are doing agile. <laughs> yeah, but it, it's it's lucky that it, it it accepts my um idea. Yeah, because I'm I'm scared of of people who just uh, take strong control over a project. That would make me uh, feel um I should not. Be, I should not be here for the profit. Maybe you just uh, just take it away. You could it on your own. You don't need it. Yeah. And, uh, well, and um, when I mentioned the experience I um, adopted this ground framework uh, several years ago, I just mentioned I would... Um, Prepare the product backlogs on my own. You know that.
0: Okay. Were yeah. you were you a product owner?
1: <laughs> Sorry, I cannot hear your voice.
0: One, two, three, one, two, three. Oh
1: yeah,
0: yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Amazing. Now, okay, yeah. microphone is working. Uh, when you created your product backlog, uh, did you mm. did you uh, did you hold the accountability of product owner in that case?
1: Um. Actually, um, yes, mm-hmm. but um, you know, but that's um, that's my experience uh, several years ago. But but as my but as I thought, uh, but as I, as I think now, I think um, a product owner should not take all the accountability to prepare product backlogs. Yeah, because uh, in fact, a product owner cannot know everything in detail. But I but I do saw some um, product owner do all the things on his own when he's preparing product backlogs. He knows every a, everything in detail like um, API specification and how network structure and operates and oh, oh, oh that's I think it's It's too over for him to do that. So I tell him, you just write down the the fundamental specification and organize meetings with your team to let them help him do this. You cannot do this all the way because if you do it very actively, your team member will get uh, very passive to their work because they they know you will do everything for them. Yeah. That's what I, that's um it's what I observed uh, from another team. Mm-hmm. I just remind remind him of that he should not do that, but um, he didn't accept my uh, advice. <laughs> so, uh, I just, um, so I just so I would often so in um, working overnight in the office, and these team members and get more and more assets to their project, And their manager feel why their um, deliverables are so slow, why our customers um, are always unsatisfied with our project. If, um, do we do something wrong? Yeah, you do something wrong, but um, it's very hard for them to change that situation because the habit has been formed. I mean, um, I mean, um, the team member gets very paced to their project, to their work. But in my team, I won't do that. I, will write up, I would write, because I'm now a project manager, mm-hmm. I will write down the basic specification and, and let them to help me brainstorm how the details should be implemented to deliver values to our customers because that makes them feel, um, um, feel um, a sense of uh, a sense of um, particip- uh, particip- participating
0: mm-hmm.
1: to um, to work on the same item even if they have different um, different talents some some people are backend engineers some are from engineers and some are there but they are working on the same they are working on the same product to deliver the necessary increments to our customers. So, so um, we uh, divide the product into um, many um, sprints. Each time we deliver small things to our customers, even if um, it's not uh, um, maybe it's not as fast as they expect. But we could um, ensure every time we deliver a workable software to learn that's, that's, um, that's the difference between my team and others. Yeah So um, so usually now um, I, I, I won't tell them uh, we are doing scrum. I will tell them we are just we are just doing some iterative and incremental approach mm-hmm. to improve our um, process and our best practices. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <clears throat> and I won't tell them. Oh, we are doing scrum. Yeah. To, to me now, it's just enough. <laughs> I will try to make it a more uh, a a more natural thing in our in our gene. Yeah. So um, so um, but um, I still I still uh think. The scrum guide uh, does not tell, tell us something that we should do before the scrum is finished because it says a uh, product owner should take the accountability of preparing uh, the product backlogs. Yeah, several years ago, I am. I, um, I didn't think about ownership everything, everything <laughs> at a time.
0: <laughs>
1: so and then I um, learned something like the um, user story mapping and I met some um, people with different talents like um, designers. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think oh, there, uh, there are a lot of things they should do before the sprinting because they, maybe they will, dry, they will uh, draw the wild friends, They they uh, evaluate other products. There is another uh, implicit cycle before the spring thing because they are uh, formulating how the product backlogs um, are generated. Yeah, but uh, in from Guide it, it doesn't tell you that because um, actually it should, it should not tell you that because it's, uh, it depends on, on the real uh, development context. Mm-hmm. So it, it's up to uh, the agile team to decide how should that uh, how should that happen? Mm-hmm. But if you are a, a junior scrum master, you don't know that. Yeah that's why I tell uh, any scrum master they should uh, know how their message flows from uh, with their team. They should know on um, how team members work um, in the very beginning. And that could help them decide what to, what to do next to help the uh, team forward the status of agile, okay. Or uh, you say, um, work in an in a, in a, uh, iterative and incremental manner.
0: Yeah, that, that's a very valid point. And based on my experience, in fact, the bare minimum that you need for the sprint planning is product goal, mm-hmm. right? Because what, what are the things that are included in our product backlog? Product goal and product backlog items, our potential mm-hmm. future about the product. But if we think Scrum, What can happen during first sprint? Well, we maybe don't know a lot yet. And, well, maybe that's completely fine. You can start your sprint planning having your product goal in front of you. And you can create uh, during sprint planning uh, event PBIs, refine them, double check. Okay, seem they fit into uh, our sprint timeframe. So let's pull it into the sprint. Uh, you end up sprint planning with sprint goal, that is a small stepping stone toward product goal, you have this alignment, you created your PBIs, maybe that will be absolutely fine. So I would even say sometimes you don't need anything before uh, this uh, sprinting. However, mm-hmm. I also appreciate and I also encourage if this is what the team company needs, Maybe we can start with a discovery. It won't be scrum. Let's be honest with each other. If we just go into pure prototyping, like paper prototypes, going to mm-hmm. customers, going to the street. I've seen such an experiment. Going to the street, <laughs> talking to the people, right? So doing yeah, yeah. your customer interviews, user interviews. That's fine. If you believe this is something that can help you, do it. Just bear... Bear in mind, remember, this is not Scrum yet. If you are unable to deliver something of value uh, to your users. I'm I'm not discouraging. I'm just sharing practices, tools, ideas, and I'm telling people about the risk. Because if you postpone building something, you are also postponing a very powerful feedback loop. So feedback from stakeholders, customers users sponsors about your product build so take responsibility for your product right and do what you believe is the best
1: yeah uh, yeah 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 thanks for your um for your sharing right now and um yeah um but from your uh, perspective um do you feel um if there is anything needed improved for this framework?
0: Anything that needs to be improved? Oh my God, that's a very good question. <laughs> and you know what? I started my journey with Scrum and Agile years ago. I yeah. was always thinking, like, more why there are so many things that are not precise enough. And after some years, I changed my mind completely. And actually, mm-hmm. currently, I'm a big fan of let's just create a frame and tell the people there are practices, complementary practices, great mm-hmm. inspirations. They are great books. Go read those things, right? And yeah. feel feel the frame. So honestly, I I believe it's a, it was a great decision to add most important elements to the framework and remove some of the things to create more space for uncovering your own journey right Mm -hmm. so what I believe in such case is very important to have good even great scrum masters, agile coaches maybe consultants Mm -hmm. uh, because they will help you understand Uh, from the very beginning what you are doing, what is the right path and later when you create great habits habits of continuously learning habits Mm -hmm. of regularly talking to the users, habits Mm -hmm. of inviting right people to your review sprint review, talking to people, uh, gathering feedback gathering data becoming evidence based management when you finally align yourself with that path then this path might be smooth uh, smooth for you the beginning is terrible because I believe many people don't have still, although this is not a new framework, they still believe in some myths they forget about the importance of fundamentals and yeah. I, I pay a lot of attention to teaching about empiricism, about why complex problems yeah. they are directly put into Scrum.org mission why we are choosing certain things. I'm never talking to people, we are doing things because we are agile. Bullshit! We are doing things, pardon my vocabulary, but we are doing things (laughs) because of unknown unknowns, because of risks, because of so many things in complex environments can destroy our wonderful plans. So this is why we decided to follow certain things, right? So mm.
1: That
0: that would be my, my point of view here.
1: Yeah, you know, in, um, because I, I learned Kanban practice um, last year, mm-hmm. I, I learned it because I started to find there is a limitation on my mindset when I was um, using using scrum. yeah, I, I feel dumb. It seems a lack of lack of something that I should know to uh, help me expand my experience mm-hmm. uh, about it. Yeah, so I try to um, apply the Kanban method to implement something, I, mean, I I never thought of in in a scrum framework. For example, the time, the metrics, the flow, and the the um, limiting the web, the work in progress. Yeah, that just uh, opens my eyes to another world. Mm-hmm. Oh, there is something I could uh, use to um uh, to um complement um mm-hmm. to complement the defects, I think the defects of this framework because it's too abstract. And to dynamic, so many people would have uh, various practices to uh, fill in the framework. Yeah, that's why I feel, oh, um, maybe for an agile coach, uh, we should learn uh, more and more things to help us expand uh, our mindset, and back to see how the original things we learn should be improved further to make it more perfect. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's how I feel when when I was learning this to uh, to practice on um, my journey. Yeah, and, uh, but you mentioned the product goal. You know, I read a scrum guide in 2017 at a time it does not contain the term, the product goal. <laughs> yeah, it's, yeah, I, I think um, that the, the the co-creator of Scrum might um take uh, a lot to improve the Scrum guide to make it more make it more practical to um to people. Yeah, in 2017 the Scrum Guide is quite I think quite complex and extracts for people to read. But with it I just I feel oh I found the treasure. I found a treasure on Earth. I could use these, these things on my team. So I present the guy to my boss. But I guess he, he didn't know what I was talking about. He just said, oh, I'm, I, I'm, I'm very excited about this. But he didn't um, object to my idea. He just uh, said, okay, just try it. Yeah, he doesn't, he doesn't know what I'm going to do on my team. But we successfully worked in my mm-hmm. uh, in my, uh, my, my my members, and we delivered a project within within three months. So this things formally falls into our team, and we started with Scrum. Really yeah, it's uh, it's my first successful experience in really Scrum adoption. But I think I, I think I was lucky because at the time. My boss uh, doesn't object to my idea, and my manager uh, uh, did not um, uh, did not show any um, any sense of um, um, this is a bullshit thing, <laughs> something like that. So and uh, our members um, uh, were highly um, acceptable to this framework, even if they didn't know what, what it is. But it didn't make things work because we divide many things into, um, into, into screens and we deliver them uh, one by one to uh, smoothen our uh, working progress. That's the uh, successful experience and uh, a positive experience I got uh, from uh, over the past few years. But now I just try to improve my mindset to this framework. Yeah, I I don't keep questioning the framework. If there is anything we could improve to it. Because uh, now we are just facing um, maybe one or two teams. But when we are uh, facing a group of teams, Maybe it's a hierarchy or maybe we should learn something like um, safe or Nexus framework, something like that. although, uh, although I, I, I'm not very clear about it because yeah, because I didn't have the experience of facing such a large group of organizations, I think that would be another story when, when we uh, back to see how this framework could be adopted in this business in this business context. Yeah I, I I'm I'm so not sure. I'm also not sure if you have a similar experience before because um, as I know many people on the on a forum like Reddit they uh-huh. will um, <clears throat> they'll explain explain their complaints about the the large scale scrum framework. I think they, they just uh, uh, it just um, burden them with a lot of meetings and more tough communication conditions. But I, actually, I don't know why they say that, because um, I don't have the opportunity to get to get into that situation uh, in my current company. Yeah, I usually stay in, in startups, so I, I won't face uh, such a big organization. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not sure if your, uh, if you're if your mentee's, um, similar uh, situations with you.
0: Well, I have totally different situations, and I used oh, to, yeah. I used to work in big companies and very small. I used to have customers that were extremely small, very small startups, and uh, you know what? Maybe that's why I'm. I'm not looking for how to improve the framework because I'm always thinking like this is the pencil or this is the spoon. It was Mm. not designed to be the best pencil ever in the world. It was designed with a certain purpose. And what truly matters is not whether this... Pencil or pen or whatever it is. Ah, sorry, I don't even know. Uh, but it doesn't matter whether this tool is amazing. What truly matters is that I can use it and I can write a poem. I can write a book uh, like uh, uh, some writers wrote the book sitting, on the, uh, uh, sitting in the park, right? What truly yeah. matters is the value and everything I will do with that. With, with this tool, right? And mm-hmm. what I've learned, and this is my strong belief, based on all my experiences, based on the stories people are still bringing to me, uh, is that how we take this tool and how we effectively uh, collaborate with the tool, use the tool to create yeah. amazing products. So. I believe that well, there are two questions. If you ask me whether Scrum sucks or, or Scrum framework sucks, I would say don't blame the tool, don't blame the spoons, don't blame the pen. but. Yeah. On, uh, but what I believe is a different question and I would say a better one what I as manager, what I as team member, what I as agile coach or scrum master what I can do or what I should do to deliver value and in that case I will tell you yes high five great job for learning Kanban because professional scrum with Kanban, done, right? They are doing like that. High five! Congratulations! <laughs> uh,
1: okay, oh, yeah, okay.
0: If you, you if you learn uh, techniques for collaboration, if you if you learn techniques for actively uh, and beautifully managing your product backlog, if mm-hmm. you create uh, great frameworks that help you gather data about your product, all those things are making you a better expert and that they can help you create uh, an amazing product. For me, this is what truly matters. So your journey.
1: Thanks for um, joining us to join my um, online session for this talk. And yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and you have um, shared your um, experience and perspective with me about, um, about um, about the Scrum framework. I really enjoy your your comments on this topic. I hope next time we could share uh, another um topic with with the audiences. Yeah, and thanks for your time today. Yeah.
0: Thank you. Thank you very much.